0: The following conversation with Shane Rowe of Redmond, a junior bowler who qualified for nationals in Detroit in the U-15 division, originally aired Wednesday, April 24th, on Open Air with Don Newton on KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Open Air is a weekly one-hour talk show featuring conversations with authors, local youth, Central Oregon entertainers, sports figures, and more.
1: Speaking of youth... We have a special guest.
0: And youth shall be served. And he (laughs) is a very talented youth.
1: Shane Rowe is here. And um, Shane, thanks for coming in.
2: Yeah, it's no problem. I just want to talk about what I like to do.
1: And what he likes to do is he likes to bowl.
0: And he's good at it.
1: So you are going to be going to Detroit? Yes. To bowl. Yep. How did this come about?
2: Well, it all started when I was about in the fourth grade. And my, I was watching my dad bowl, and he was... And what grade are you in now? I'm an eighth.
1: So it's been about, f- um,
2: how many years is that? Four or five <laughs> years. He's come a long
0: way in a short period of time.
2: Yeah. And my dad, he started out bowling, and I just liked watching him bowl, and I always thought it was something that was, it would interest me. And I tried it, and everyone said I was really good, and I was a natural, and I decided to stick with it because bowling, it's something that, Every, a lot of people can have a chance to do, it's just who sticks with it. Like football and all that, not a lot of people get to do that professionally. And bowling, it's if you stick with it and you get practice and enough practice by coaches and all that, you can eventually learn how to beat everybody else and get a lot better. And do good in all the tournaments and all that.
1: When did you realize you were good at it?
2: Uh, It was about two years ago when I was out there, and I was just messing around with my dad and a few friends. And I had a really – it was like a 12-pound ball. It wasn't really good, but I was just throwing it. And I had a 258, (laughs) which (laughs) – Now, a perfect game in bowling is 300. That's
0: 12 strikes. Have you rolled one?
2: No, I came – it was (laughs) about – Four or five months ago, I had a two ninety nine,
0: oh, which is eleven in a row. and Then you leave a nine count oh on your last my ball. Gosh. And what did you leave on your last ball? Ten pin. Ten pin. Okay, of yeah. course. It means it was a pocket hit, but uh, it might be a tad lighter. Sometimes depends, but that's incredible.
2: Yeah, it was. I was really excited, and at that point, it was. I knew what I wanted to do with bowling, and I wanted to take a step up, and I wanted to get better and better, and in all these tournaments.
0: So, how did you get better and better? What does that encompass?
2: Um, well, um, my coach, Jeff Fox, he helped me out so much. He put me on staff at the pro shop and all that. And he just, he was out there coaching me it, when he wasn't working, drilling balls or anything. He was helping me with how my release was. And then, like, about a year, year and a half ago, uh, the high school coach for Bent High, Toby, um, he was out there and he was watching me bowl and he... Knew right away that he was gonna have to get me on the team. And he was watching <laughs> me bowl and saw that he he uh, he really wanted me to bowl with him and all that. And when he found out that I was going to be bowling for Bend High, he was so excited that he found out because that would take a step up for their bowling team.
1: Now is Bend High the only high school in Central Oregon that has a bowling team?
2: Mountain View has a bowling team that I know of, but they kind of pair with Bend High. Okay, and then um. There's a couple like uh, Madras. You, I think I, I think they have one. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Madras has one. Uh, Summit does not. So if any bowlers want to bowl from Summit, they'll join the Mountain View or Ben okay. team. Okay.
2: And then, um, K- uh, Klamath Falls has yeah. a
0: bowling really team. good bowling program down there.
2: So do you bowl in a league now? Um, they don't really have a right now. They don't have a lot of junior leagues, but because okay. they all kind of ended. But Normally, there's, like, two years that I can bowl in. And
1: then you did, probably, did you do some tournaments?
2: Yes, I've been bowling in you know, a lot of tournaments. There's been house tournaments that I've tried bowling in that I've done okay in. And there's a couple scholarship tournaments that I've done really good in with, like, a partner or something. And that's what get me, that's what's helped me get known around, like, Oregon and all that for bowling.
1: So how much practice time do you do?
2: Right now, it's three hours almost every day after school yes
1: now do you play other sports too
2: yes uh i do baseball and football and a little bit of wrestling
1: so how do you fit all this in with homework and just being a kid
2: well i (laughs) go to my school and in the mornings i do all my homework there and i go to all my classes i get out of school i get off the bus my dad picks me up we go down to the bowling alley i practice there and if I have, like, a baseball game or practice, I don't bowl. But we've we found a way to squeeze all that in. To, to kind of schedule. balance
1: it in. Yeah. And how, how are your grades, Shane? How are we doing in school?
2: Pretty good. I have, like, 3.2 GPA right now. Nice. And I've been trying to keep that up for high school because that's one of the biggest years. It's going to be one of the biggest years of my life next year. So been getting my grades ready for high school.
1: Yes, nice I like to hear that as, as a parent of an athlete <laughs> you always have to have plan B in place keep those grades up because you can go on to bowling college as well there's scholarships and all kinds of things to do do you want to do that
2: yes I'm I've been there's at Lovelands. they have this tournament every year it's a junior adult tournament and first prize is $500 scholarship and I've been bowling two years in a row I've won that with my partner Jesse Dobson and We're hoping to do that as long as we can because I'm really hoping to go to a college for bowling or some type of sport.
0: Now, we did have a local bowler, Seth Cholcut, who did get a partial scholarship to Lindenwood, so it is possible.
1: Absolutely. So, do you really, what's your passion about this? Do you really like the bowling?
2: It's one thing that, like, a lot of people like music, it calms them down, and all that. A few people like baseball and football. For me, bowling, when I'm mad or like, I'm angry at somebody or something. I can go out there and I can just bowl and it, it clears my mind of everything else that's been going on and just calms me down for my day.
1: Little meditative state because you're focused on that one thing. Yeah. And when, when people say bowling isn't a sport, what do you tell them?
2: I just tell them <laughs> I'll wait till they go. If, and if I see them, I'll the meet you at the alley. bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, I wait till then. And we, we see what happens from there.
0: <laughs> we are talking with Shane Rowe, junior bowler from Ben, who qualified for Nationals. So talk about that process. How did you qualify for Nationals?
2: Well, um, it was about... Like, um, it was March 31st uh, in Klamath Falls. They had this tournament, and it was a six-game qualifier, and they took top four, and you had a roll-off. And first place, got invitation to Detroit. And after six games, I had the highest series out of everybody at the tournament. I had the highest average, and I had the highest game. So going in for my division, I was first seed, so I had to wait. The only disadvantage I had is I had to wait for everyone else to get uh, done bowling. And it came to when it was my turn to bowl, and I I was a little bit nervous, and it was a little bit shaky, but I got over it, and I figured out what to do, and I... I managed to pull it out.
0: Now, did you have practice time on the lanes that you bowled on, and was it one game?
2: Uh, Yes, it was one game, and we had had some practice time. I didn't really want to do it because I didn't want to overdo myself. And I was also trying to eat some type of food because I wanted to get energy in my body because it was like three and I had no food at all. So I was trying to eat, so I was ready for the next game.
1: How many bowling balls do you have?
2: As of right now, I think I have 14 and... (coughs) Pretty soon, I should be getting like another two.
1: Yeah, fourteen bowling balls. It's a different game.
0: Do
2: and so, how do you
1: choose which one to? Use? I'm sorry, <laughs> I have. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I have two, and because I bowled growing up in grade school and high school, and I bowled in college, so I taken me down some memory lane here. But fourteen and two more coming. Yeah. So are these um, 14 from when you first started, like you've accumulated, or are these ones you're like, which one am I going to take for these, a dry lane, an oily lane?
2: Yeah, they're the current ones I have to <laughs> right now. I have like five more that I don't roll, and they just sit there because they're either too light or they're just like...
1: So were, did you win them, or are these ones you actually went out and purchased?
2: I, well, I think I've won one of them, the rest I've purchased, <laughs> so it's it's a lot of money, but... What, it, it helps a lot.
0: You need the equipment nowadays. It's no you, different than baseball. Right.
1: How many bats do you need or gloves or whatever? I mean, you have to have well, it's your soldiers. Your, those bowling balls are your soldiers. It's a different
0: game. As, as um, <laughs> Emiliano Monicelli, who's a Hall of Fame bowler, has won 20 PBA events, said, you used to adjust by adjusting the speed or adjusting your hand or your position on release. He says, now you keep the same release, but you just change balls because you get different reactions out of the ball, depending on lane conditions.
1: Do you have a preference in lane condition that you prefer?
2: Personally, uh, for here, I like the house shot. I love lanes. It's just, I've practiced on it so much to where I've learned how to, what ball to grab right away and how to throw it. And for example, today it was, it wasn't like a full house shot. It was kind of, it was a little bit drier, but. What's a house shot? um, I think it's like 30, like yeah thirty nine foot oil or something like that
0: yeah, and then it's kind of blocked in the middle, so if you can stay outside like about the ten board or so I know this gets a little technical. If you can stay outside the ten board, it will usually hold the brake sometimes if the lanes are drier at the back end, the ball will turn and it won't stop it'll cut so it's sharp. how the oil is placed oh. on the lane yes,
1: okay um so when you're bowling. And when you're out there, because I remember, you know, during tournaments and, and when you're, you're bowling a great game and, and all of a sudden you have everybody watching you, um, you know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, World Series and that picture. And he's, you know, three, two count. And he's got I'm using baseball because that's what I know. <laughs> is. And it's like, is this going to be a strike or is it going to be a walk? You know, World Series pressures on and people are watching you. Does that get in your head at all? Or is that are you still pretty? Um, is your youth still working for you <laughs> that it doesn't phase you?
2: It's it's there. I'm trying to get over it as much as I can, but it's it's still there a little bit. Every everybody gets nervous, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get over it as much as I can, because a lot of times I get really shaky when I get nervous and I either do something wrong with my hand or some. So I've been practicing more with like at tournaments when people are watching to get over those nerves, and it it's been helping a lot for tournaments. I haven't been getting as nervous. but i've been rolling a better game
1: i mean it's the same thing with golf you know you're it's it's the individual it's a one person you know it it, the buck starts and stops with you how that goes now you've been getting a lot of attention like you're here on air talking with us (laughs) people are knowing you you might maybe your competitors have put a little target on your back (laughs) they're gonna come for you is that is
2: that registered are you um are you aware of that Yes, I'm a. am aware that a lot of people want to bowl like me and beat me and all that bowling and it's it doesn't affect me that much. I just I go out there and try to bowl the best I can.
1: So and how do you stay grounded and don't let that get to you?
2: I just focus on how I'm bowling. I don't focus on how the other person's bowling. I just focus on my own game and I try to get a I try to get a spare cuz one spare can save
0: the whole game right there.
1: Well, That mental game, the mental game is really what needs to, and that humility, staying grounded. Um,
0: It was a great quote. Jason Belmonte was talking about bowling at Bayside Bowl in the uh, PBA league and tournaments there and how raucous it is. And he said, it's easy to get caught up in the crowd. And he said, the key for me is I've got to stay in my bubble. I've got to stay in my bubble and stay focused on my game. And it sounds like, Shane, that you're achieving that same type of path where you're trying to say, whatever happens around me, happens around me. I'm going to stay chained and stay focused.
1: Do you have siblings? Any brothers or sisters?
2: Yes, I have three older brothers.
1: Oh, are you the youngest? Yes. Oh, and how did have they taken you on at the bowling alley?
2: Not yet. <laughs> Before a, a lot of them, a lot of them <laughs> said they could beat me, and they, they were watching me bowl, and they see me get a lot better. And they still are, like, a little bit iffy on if they could beat me or not, but just depends on how how it is.
1: You can just hire them to carry those fourteen mm-hmm. bowling balls that you have, All right?
0: right? Yeah.
2: yeah, got a job for you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: we were talking with Shane Rowe. He's a junior bowler who's qualified for nationals in Detroit. So, what's the next steps in getting ready to go to nationals?
2: As of right now, I'm working with both of my coaches, Toby and Jeff Fox. But um, I'm currently like pra- I'm practicing every day as much as I can. And I'm using every different type of equipment I can on different oil patterns. And I'm trying to get different types of equipment so I know what's the best for the different oil patterns.
1: And how many competitors will you be bowling against when you go back there?
2: Um, when I go there, I think it, we're bowling at eight different bowling alleys. Yeah. And there's wow. 3,800 people. There. In your age group? Uh, no, that's out of it. Total. Yeah. I don't fully know how many there will be in my age group.
1: So you'll be doing singles. You're not going to be doing...
2: No, just singles.
1: Oh, my gosh. So when do you go?
2: Uh, I think we're leaving July 11th or July 13th.
1: So you got some time. Yes. Going to get that. So what else will you be doing to prepare for this? Are you going to travel out there? Um... Cause I know, I remember back when I would travel and tournaments and things and you go to different bowling alleys and you have your home alley, you know, like lava lanes or wherever, and then you go to these other bowling alleys and, um, it, that in and of itself can create a change for you because sometimes bowling alleys are really spacious. You're, you know what your approach is, but sometimes when they're smaller, it just kind of changes the feel of everything. How do you adapt for that?
2: A lot of time when, like, for the qualifiers at Klamath Falls, we went out there and I, they had a practice. I bowled for, like, two hours out there trying to get the feel because I've never bowled there. And I was mainly working on if the approaches were sticky or they were slippery, what type of equipment would work out there. And I was just trying to adapt to the overall environment because I wasn't used to it.
1: Um, and when you started, Shane, did you ever use bumpers?
2: I can't fully remember I don't think I did. When I was when I when I first started four years ago I think it was throw throw it straight down the lane and hope I hit a few pins and if I do, good for me. If I don't, try harder.
1: Do you and your dad compete?
2: Yes, we 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 compete a lot.
1: Compete we, over, okay, Dad. Um, you do my dishes tonight. Do we do? What's the stakes?
2: Yeah, a lot of time we're like, who has to cook dinner, <laughs> who has to get dinner or something, or who gets to choose what we eat for dinner. We do. We do a lot of those.
0: Uh, you've got a fundraiser event that will help you uh, for some of the costs because it's about a ten day trip there. When will that happen?
2: Uh, we have a fundraiser tournament on. It's on May eleventh at ten thirty and it's thirty dollars per person. There's two normal games and then there's one where it's nine pin no tap. If you leave up any single pin, it's automatically a strike. And then there's another one where we're doing uh three six nine modified in the third, sixth and ninth frame you'll instantly get a strike.
1: When when is this? May eleventh. And where is it at? Love Lines. At what time? Ten thirty. And can anybody do this? Yes. Anyone can
0: bowl in it. Yes. the good part of the funds will help provide you with yes. money that you'll need for your trip.
2: It's all going to me and yeah. everything to help get to Detroit.
1: Where do you, at, you're 14. Yes. Where do you, at 14, see this going or want it to go?
2: Personally, I'm going to stick through it through high school, and I'm going to try to stick through it, go to a college, and try to go on past college and hopefully someday become in the PBA Everybody says I have it in me, but I'm trying to get as much practice as I can with everything so I can work my way there. So that's that's a big milestone, but I would like to go to PBA.
1: And staying true to yourself and making sure this is what you want to do as you grow and things change. Um, that's really cool. Um, what's your advice to people that are wanting to take up the sport of bowling?
2: Um, it's fine someone who will help you find a coach or at loveland's jeff fox he's an amazing coach he will help pretty much any junior out there anybody he helps a mm-hmm. ton of people and he's such a nice guy and he does so much for everybody is it ever is
1: anybody ever too old to start bowling
2: no i i go down to the bowling aliens. i see people in their 80s and all that bowling and it's it's amazing for how
0: well, the beauty is, and, and you, you touched on it earlier, like football, baseball, some sports are time-sensitive sports. Mm-hmm. Bowling is a lifetime sport. You can play golf for your entire life. You can bowl for your entire life. You can throw a Frisbee for your entire life. So bowling is an activity that can stay with you for your entire life.
1: And you can make it as, as, as competitive as you'd like it to be, mm-hmm. whether it's just with yourself or if you do want to enter tournaments and yeah. be on teams. And and it's, it's fun. It's a great way to meet people that camaraderie um it's 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 a cool activity or sport depending on how you look at it what do you do is there any type of conditioning or anything that you do for bowling to prepare yourself
2: for bowling i don't do like i just focus on my mental game like i don't try to get as mad if i have like a bad frame it's like in baseball if you make a bad play forget about it if i have a bad frame forget about it focus on ahead
1: so you're not in the gym lifting weights on the treadmill that type of stuff
2: I do that. I'm trying. I don't try to do it just for baseball. I try to do it. I mean, for bowling. I try to do it for my personal health. Just overall. Yeah, to try to stay healthy in it. I feel way better doing that in it.
1: Well, that's awesome.
2: Gives me that boost of happiness and confidence.
1: Well, Shane, it's been awesome talking with you. Congratulations on that. Thank you. To to have that um, opportunity and the drive and and um, the clarity. Mm -hmm. of what you're wanting to do and kind of realizing it. You're going to have a lot of eyes on you people wanting to and staying grounded. So I wish you luck with that because sometimes it gets distorted really easy when all the adults start interfering
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just want to play the just game just let him
1: be a kid and do what yes, he likes well, doing you
0: remember district and state tournaments for baseball oh. and, and i joke with the kids when i'm umpiring those tournaments i'll say "Yeah, <clears> we're all getting in the way of your you guys having fun aren't <laughs> we? Uh-huh.
1: but you know that's cool that people are recognizing the talent and wanting to lift you up and support you and um and realizing that so that's awesome cool. awesome so just...
0: nationals july 11th will people be able to follow you on social media
2: Yes, ah, uh, not only me. I'll be posting a lot as much as I can. My coaches, Jeff Fox, will be posting on Facebook a lot, and Toby will be they will be posting a lot as much as they can. I'm trying to
1: posting. where? on Facebook. Yes. Um. Is there a particular site we should go to or
2: um? Not really. It's just going to be on Toby.
0: Toby be Ben USBC. Okay. Yeah. USBC. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's United States Bowling Congress Ben. Site.
1: awesome maybe we can check in with you as the time gets closer do you have any tournaments coming up between now and detroit
2: no uh besides the fundraiser tournament for me it's okay. not really like a competitive tournament it's just gonna be a fun tournament that i'm gonna bowl in nice. but other than that i don't i don't really have any tournaments playing he's
1: playing baseball <laughs> oh that that's sure. right then yeah. finish strong school's almost done just yep. finish strong get those grades That's your mom advice. (laughs) Yes, from
0: a mother of a college baseball player.
1: (laughs) Well, Shane, it's been awesome. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me in. Absolutely. And Mike Fisher, thank you for joining me. My pleasure. It is our 2019 Spring Membership Drive.
0: And if you like conversations like we just had with Shane and you value that type of community uh, engagement, pick up the phone, make the call right now. 541-322-0863.
1: And you can go online to at kpov.org and that's the thing that that amy and i were talking about earlier um when she was in we were talking about bringing voices to the airwaves that you're not going to hear we have so many people in our community that are doing some really cool things that we need to celebrate learn about that we wouldn't have that opportunity i mean this is shane's first on-air radio interview and he's good yeah so remember us later on back
0: to when you go back to detroit make sure you hit the motown hitsville we need to get him you a little him. something yeah.
1: for Do you. What type right. of bowling shirt? you have a particular one that you wear?
2: Oh, uh, I have multiple. What's really cool is uh, there's just one of the people down at the bowling alley. He stepped up and he's donating six different bowling shirts for me. <laughs> <in a pair. laughs> Not 14 to match the bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> but I, I like him. He sent me little copies of them and they're color combinations that I would like. Nice. And they have my my favorite personal ball brand radical technologies and all that on there. We it's- might need to get
1: a KPOV patch to, mm-hmm. to have them sewn on there. Well, it's about time for us to wrap it up. Mike Fisher, thank you so much. Shane Rowe, thank you so much. Keep an eye on you. Good luck. And thanks for coming in and sharing your story. This is awesome. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcasts at kpov.org.